Well, hello everybody and welcome to the final 2022 episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is JD and who's here with me? It's Michelle. It's Michelle, guys. Michelle, we made it to the end of the year. We did. Almost. We I did. have a couple days. I yeah, I mean, technically, yeah, we, I mean, we're not actually, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, almost the end of 2022, but we have the mm-hmm. final uh, original slash exclusive Shutter release of the year to talk about today. Uh, we've talked about a lot of movies this year. This is episode number 81 of oh the God. show. Oh yeah, God. yeah, and uh, I mean, to think that we, we actually only... Uh, I mean, we didn't start until March, but then we went back and picked up all the movies we missed. Plus, we did all those extras in October. Shudder released 55 original or exclusive titles this year. 33 originals and 22 exclusives. 55 new releases. That is insane and awesome. And that's why we do this show. Is that not correct? I think that's correct. That's a lot of movies. <laughs> I watched all of them. You watched all of them. That's a lot of movies. <laughs> we yeah, we watched a whole lot of movies, but uh, yeah. it's been a good. But time that's about how many movies I watch each month. So yeah, <laughs> technically, yeah, and, if we had uh, just done this in the span of one month, I would have <laughs> seen all those movies, and it would have been the same. <laughs> and there is, uh, of course, uh, I, I mean, I'm assuming plenty more to come in the new year uh, for all year long we could with regularity expect to get the schedule of releases for the upcoming month on or around the 15th of this month uh but the 15th of december came and went uh and then the 16th and the 17th on and on and on it's the 29th of december as we record this uh shutter has still not released uh a release schedule <laughs> For January of 2023, I hope we'll still have a podcast. They might be doing it just because of us. They're like, we don't get to, we're not going to tell them ahead of time because we can't do their show. They're like, we're changing our entire business model. We're not releasing originals or exclusives anymore. Right. JD and Michelle, giving them low scores. These these two goofs in Fargo-Moorhead. Uh, with uh, a solid regular following of several dozen people <laughs> are are destroying everything we're trying to do with our horror empire. <laughs> yep, exactly. Oh, so really, about it. <laughs> really appreciate all of you guys being with us this entire time. We are going to do a best of uh, 2022 episode uh, that will hopefully drop uh, I don't know, maybe on Sunday for New Year's Day. We'll try to make it. Do you think we can possibly get it done over the weekend, Michelle? I am doing nothing with my life this week, so yeah. <laughs> awesome. We'll try to get that recorded Saturday so we can drop it New Year's Day for these folks. Uh, what exactly are we going to... We are at the very least going to be talking about, of course, our favorite Shutter original and exclusives uh, from earlier in the year. We might also talk about some things that aren't Shutter related just as a little fun thing uh, as a year in review. We'll figure it out and that'll be coming up to you soon. We have a new movie to talk about today. However, Michelle, what is the movie? 
The movie is called Burial, directed by Ben Parker and starring Charlotte Vega and also Tom Felton. Draco Malfoy. <laughs> I love Tom Felton. When I was 12 years old, I was part of a Tom Felton uh, fan board online, and somebody had the screen name of like Tom Felton1234, and they're like, it's me. I'm really Tom Felton. If you can tell me what my sister's name is, then I will talk to you for a minute. And then I Googled what his sister's name was, and I messaged him, and he went, wow, you must be a really big fan. Wow, I'm so glad that you like my movies. Please keep watching. And I went, I love you so much. And then that was the end of that interaction. And given all the terrible things that could have happened from that interaction I'm going to believe that it really was him just being wholesome because that could have gone a lot of different ways he could have been like oh I'm in your area let's meet up I'd be like absolutely Draco Malfoy I will be there very very soon by myself unsupervised so I uh, I didn't see any of that coming at all. <laughs> nope. I uh, had to I had to give you my Tom Felton. That was um, fabulous. Uh, the time that I, I almost <laughs> got kidnapped uh, willingly. So uh, that's uh, that's pretty fantastic. Tom Felton, if you're listening, yep. drop us a line. <laughs> let us know. Was that really you on that one message board that I one time? I hope it was. Vaguely in the past. <laughs> Uh, it was an Australian message board too. It wasn't even it, like it's sister. not. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't one that is my nationality or his nationality or anything. Australian message board, and he's like, here's "This a, is the one where the true fans are." <laughs> here, here, here's the question that begs immediately, Michelle. Do you still remember to this day what Tom Felton's sister's name is? God, no. I debated Googling it before I told you this. Um, so, no, apparently I'm not as big of a fan as I was back then. But Draco Malfoy just, he it did something weird. He was like this little weird blonde boy. And I, I was like, he's kind of mean. I'm into that. And that's how a lot of my relationships later on in my life would go. I'd be so like, you've got a little bit of Draco in you. Of, kind of explains a, a little bit to a lot of a certain number of things. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Where I'm like, oh, you're kind of mean. I love this. <laughs> yep. Uh, I learned. I learned so, about uh, so, yeah, he's in this movie, and uh, then uh, Charlotte Vega, is that her name? Uh, yeah, yes. Charlotte Vega is in this movie, uh, who apparently was in the, the 2021 version of Wrong Turn. Uh, I also see that in 2020, she was in four episodes of a TV series called Warrior Nun, and I just want to see that based on the title alone. Oh, you haven't heard of Warrior Nun? I don't know anything at all about Warrior it's, Nun, but I'm it's pretty... On an, it's uh, on Netflix. It is highly, highly recommended. I'm pretty stoked on the idea of Warrior Nun. Mm -hmm. Wait a you, minute. You have to go see that. I... This... Uh, who else is in this? No, this is not what I thought it was. Never <laughs> mind. Anyway, it is the thing with shot. Okay, so we got to talk about Warrior Nun for a minute. Fuck Burial. We'll get around to it. Uh, <laughs> so that uh, that show, Warrior Nun, I have heard of this. I, I, I just saw the image up close, and I remember seeing the thing on the lady's back. Uh, this show, Warrior Nun, is actually based on some comic books uh, that also feature a character named Shotgun Mary. Shotgun Mary was a comic book character that I was first introduced to in the mid-1990s. Here's what I remember about Shotgun Mary. They released a, like a, a special edition comic book you know, back in the mid-90s where everything was all like weird variant covers and special editions. 
and that comic book included, get this, a soundtrack CD. It was the soundtrack to the comic book of Shotgun Mary. It was all music recorded uh, by a, a band. I don't remember if they were originally called Spleen and then they changed their name to Pink Filth or if it was the other way around. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I became obsessed. They, they had this one song. It was just like the theme from Shotgun Mary and it was super cool and it was I was into it in the 90s and then I didn't listen to it again for years and years and years and years. And then two years ago, my cousin Wade, who is the genius of all geniuses when it comes to giving birthday gifts, found an original mid-90s copy of that, sh uh, that comic book with the CD still in the poly bag, and he bought it for me for my birthday. That was a long, meaningless story about Shotgun Mary that I just told on this podcast. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> you should probably go post on a, a forum for Shotgun Mary fans and see if Shotgun Mary reaches out to you and is like, hey, if you can tell me my cousin's name, then I will tell you that you're really cool. And thanks for being a fan. Oh, look, guys, I'm just going to get right to the point. Part of the reason I told that long and dull story was to get around to this really, really taxing joke. Uh, which is that story ultimately for you is probably about how I felt about this movie today. I'm just going to hit you with my spoiler-free thoughts before we even read the description because as it turns out, the description gives everything about this movie away. Uh, this movie didn't really do a whole lot for me. I wasn't very taken by it. I was easily distracted throughout the whole thing. This is like a two-skull movie. Uh, we have the exact same thoughts on this movie, which very <laughs> rarely happens, where I had the hardest time focusing. I kept having to pause it and go back because I was daydreaming so much and I was trying really hard to pay attention, but I just, I could not focus on it. I, it kept losing me. There are some interesting things in here that they didn't do anything with. So I am also yep. going A2. This is yeah, a two so skull movie. So if you listen to that rambling story about Shotgun Mary comic books and the TV show Warrior Nun, now you know how we felt about Burial. That's the spoiler-free section, guys. Two, two, two. If you want to go see what was so ho-hum about this movie, I guess now would be the time you want to do that. Uh, hit the pause button uh, right about now. Uh, Michelle. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like so we're in the spoiler section now. Fair warning here, mm -hmm. and I want to make sure to point that out for a couple of reasons. First of all, I am well aware of the fact that there have been a couple of, of moments uh, in the history of this show where we've been in the spoiler section about the movie we're talking about, and then I have thoughtlessly given away spoilers about other movies while talking about that. I am not perfect, right? Uh, this movie... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it's just the Shutter people. I think it's the people who made this movie because it's on IMDb. This yeah, way, yeah. The, the yep. Shutter description for this movie, uh, the IMDb description for this movie, uh, several tweets that I saw promoting the release of this movie, they all give away that it's fucking Hitler's corpse in the box. Uh, let's explain to people in case they haven't seen the movie. Okay, just fair what enough. That, why why that's so irritating? Here's so, the best part about this: is mm -hmm. if they if there are those people out there, Kristen, I'm thinking about you. I know you're yep. out there. Uh, <laughs> what they just experienced was out of nowhere. 
it's Hitler's corpse in the box. That's, uh, you're welcome. I do. I do love that. But yeah. I think they need to understand exactly please, why that is so tell. annoying. Not uh, OK. So there's this lady whose name is Anna um, and she is in her house on Christmas Eve and she's an old lady and a dude breaks in and he is a neo-Nazi and he says, hey, I know that you were part of this mission to transport this box and I want to know the truth. And I think it's it's coming down to he believes Hitler was alive, if that's the conspiracy that they're hinting at. Or what's yeah, the that's the impression, that the impression yep. I got from his comments early in the movie was that he was led to believe that it wasn't Hitler's corpse that they snuck out. It was mm-hmm. Hitler that they snuck out. Yep. Yep. Okay. So I wanted to make sure that I was understanding that's what he thought it was. So he thought Hitler alive, not Hitler dead. And then she drugs him and says, I'm going to tell you the real story. And then it flashes back and she is tasked with a very small group of people. Um, They are Russian and they are trying to sneak out a huge box that looks like a coffin. So because of the description of this movie, I knew exactly that is Hitler's corpse in a box I know what that is uh okay so then halfway through the movie they reveal it and there's no shock I know exactly like that was Hitler's body I knew that that's it's not a reveal yeah that's the whole thing the movie is very clearly designed for you to not know what's in the box until they tell you what's in the box (laughs) right Like, they go out of their way to not tell you what's in the box for the first hour of this movie. And every... It's a one-sentence summary on the Shutter website, guys. We're in the spoiler section. I'm going to read this to you. It's one sentence, and it ruins the only ruinable thing about the movie. It says, in the last days of World War II, a band of allied soldiers trafficking Hitler's remains out of Germany are ambushed by Nazi werewolf fighters. We got to talk about those werewolves, too. Yeah. Oh, definitely we we'll do. come back to that we'll come uh, the back where those those werewolves are the reason this is a two and not a zero we'll talk about that yep uh but uh but yeah this uh, i just i watched this and i could just feel it right because i had remembered seeing that little comment and i was like okay this is an interesting plot device but then i'm watching the movie and they're going out of their way to not immediately tell me what's in the box and i'm like give me a fucking break guys what what why would you do this? Like why would you tell people in your marketing the big mystery of what's going on in the story? I just, and it's I, clear if you're listening to that guy at the beginning of the movie who thinks that maybe it was Hitler right. alive in the box, they bury the box each night. They're not opening it. It's not like Hitler has any possibility to get out of this box, right. go do some Nazi shit, I, get well, back yeah, in the box without then, anybody noticing. Right. It's like, you know, there's so many different ways this could have gone. Okay, yeah, you're definitely right. It It looks roughly like it's not traditional, like kind of uh, angular casket shape but it's a long narrow wooden box that could very easily be holding a body but it could be holding other things as well I think the only reason that particular shape of box immediately pointed me specifically to oh yeah there's a body in there is because they already told me there's a body in there yeah and another angle 
another angle is they talk about werewolves in this. Maybe yeah. it was a werewolf in the box. Is or I was like, oh, that would be like an interesting thing. In the box, yeah, <laughs> there's know? something it's... supernatural in the box, but no, it is exactly what the description says it yeah, is, and just... that is so disappointing. I it think took, if I it, had not known it it would have been a different experience, but exactly. they they told us. They flat yeah. out told us there was they, no surprise, that no reveal. That ruined my experience of this movie. Mm-hmm. Flat yeah, out and, there's and, no way around it. Like I I don't I can't say for sure that I would have been over the moon in love with this movie had I not known that. I can say for sure I would have enjoyed the experience at least to some degree more than I did. You know, yep. it's yeah. uh, whoever it, that it's that person so is that's doing this. Yep. They they yeah. uh they fucked up because this would have been a much at least more interesting movie for me right. if I hadn't known. But there was no mystery. And that's a huge None. part of the movie for the first hour. It's like when if you had watched Knives Out and the entire description told you everything that happens <laughs> in that movie, it would yeah. have been not an award winning movie anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just I don't uh, uh, I don't get it at all. It uh, it completely took away my ability to enjoy most of this movie. Here's what I was still able to enjoy about this movie. Uh, all of the sequences involving the werewolf soldiers, which if, if you don't know, I don't know how historically accurate this is to World War II, but the concept in the movie is they're sort of uh, guerrilla-type soldiers, right? A, a sort of, uh, you know, uh, uh, they, they're out in the woods and they wear animal skins and they use like hallucinogenic uh substances they they burn this thing that creates hallucinogenic smoke uh and then they wear these animal hides and make people like look it's definitely rooted in those ideas of where werewolf myths and and such came from and and uh uh, uh shapeshifter magic and that sort of thing uh but the execution of those sequences, especially that first encounter with the full-blown werewolf soldier squadron in the woods outside that Polish village. God damn, that is some of the most well-executed, creepy, uh, very true-to-life sort of psychedelic, like, is very much what I feel like that experience would genuinely be like. Loved every bit of all of those sequences. Yeah, I agree. I have never heard of the concept of this werewolf uh, group and them not being werewolves. So when they're making fun of each other of like, oh, you think we're talking about actual werewolves? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. What do you mean? Um, And this idea of them just psychologically torturing people before they attack them is really, really cool. It was way better than if they had been real werewolves. Um, I thought that was kind of actually one of those where, okay, this isn't so much a horror concept if it had been a cryptid of some sort, but um, this idea of them messing with people this way is kind of cool. I did enjoy that and I wish they had used it more though. Because then they had that really good sequence during the first uh, the first fight. But then it's like daytime for a Mm -hmm. lot of this. And that is no longer a factor. And and I know that, uh, like I said, I don't know if if it was literally something that was involved in like World War Two with the Nazis. But I know that that 
this as a general concept is definitely something that we've seen historically, uh, you know, uh, and also very much rooted in like ideas of like, like original, like, like lycanthropy in witchcraft was very much, uh, people putting on animal skins and taking hallucinogenic drugs and believing the experience that they have literally shifted and become the creature whose skin they have put on. Uh, it's it's very much rooted in at least what I know about that sort of thing. So even if it's not literal to like World War II uh, German soldiers, I, I thought it was a well-developed and executed concept. I really liked that part of it a lot. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I really didn't like about this movie, um, they spoke English for the majority of it, but then they would also speak other languages and their accents. I got very confused about who is from where, and I felt yeah. like that was definitely not great that I could not figure out like, okay, so you're Polish, I think you're Russian, but it was impossible to tell. And they were all just communicating like there was no problem. I think part of it is I just finished 1899 on Netflix. So I'm extra sensitive <laughs> to, to net, uh, to languages and the barriers that that can cause and how, interesting that can be um because that is a a huge uh device that they use in that film or in that show but this one i was like okay so you're all just like conveniently speaking english and everybody has an easy to understand british accent that's really convenient yeah uh there were also a, 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 a couple of moments that uh i noticed where uh they seem to be like uh, two characters trying to, or like one character is trying to identify, like, like are you German or Polish or whatever, or, and trying to figure out what language they speak. Like I remember one sequence in particular uh, where the uh, the Russian lady uh, asks that that Polish lady from the bar, like she asks her, like, are you German? And then she asks, like, or, or I don't know if she asks, like, are you German or do you speak German? And then it's like either are you Polish or do you speak Polish? And then she just immediately proceeds to speak to her in English. <laughs> it's yep. like, what's what's happening here? Yeah, it, uh, it was that that scene in the the barn where she catches yes. her comrade captain doing some bad shit, yep. and then the other guy comes in, and that's where it became very apparent to me of like, why did you ask if he's German and now you're both speaking English? It just felt so convenient and was very annoying for that reason because I don't mind a movie where everybody speaks English and we know that they're not actually speaking English that yeah. this is just a, a it's, narrative it's just that convenient this is... for the story yeah for sure yeah but they clearly like kept bringing up these language barriers and then everybody speaks English anyway and it drove me a little bit nuts yeah uh, so um, and, and again I just I can't get over that <laughs> I mean, knowing that it was Hitler's corpse in the box from the get-go just took every ounce. I, I, I have to believe that's part of why I was never at any point completely drawn into this movie because the first hour of the movie is very much rooted in a mystery of what's in the box. Uh, and so I, I, I was just never pulled in, and then by the time everything starts happening, it's, it's too late, man. I, I gave you an hour, and you did nothing for me. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's uh, uh, about all I have to say about Burial. Do you have anything else to say about Burial, Michelle? No, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> that's a perfect way to sum it up. Uh, so, uh, yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe check it out. Maybe don't. It's whatever. 
Uh, it's been a good year uh, on Shutter. You, we, you know, fifty-five new movies released, uh, and there were quite a few of them that I had some really good times with. I'm very much looking forward uh, to sitting down and putting together our uh, our best of the year. Um, you got any uh, any outside contenders, Michelle, for what you think might be your uh, your number one? I mean, don't tell anybody, but yes. like, is it a clear I... is it a clear cut thing, or or is it going to be a challenge for you? Um, I have some some real contenders for non shutters that were best horror movie um, okay. of the year. Uh, and also, I am going to have to just give a shout out when we do the episode to my favorite movie of all time now that got released this year and yeah. beat my previous favorite movie <laughs> out. Even though it's not horror, I want every single person in the world to see it. So yeah, we'll have to talk about, about that. Yeah, I know. I know you know what I'm talking about. It is a new favorite movie. I was blown away. So it's, I just, uh, I'm gonna have maybe, to maybe maybe the greatest movie of any kind I've ever seen in my life. It's, it's yeah. I so left good. the theater feeling disappointed because I was like, I will never see a movie better than what I just saw. So we well, what could we possibly be talking yeah. about, guys? Well, I guess you'll have to wait and find out. But mm-hmm. uh, they, if they've seen it, they probably already know. Everybody, like, yeah. That <laughs> even was if they really even if good. they haven't <laughs> seen it, I think if you just have your finger on the pulse of cinema in 2022. Uh, based on the way we're talking about it, I think you could probably figure it out if you're a clever yeah. if you're a clever boy or girl. Uh, One of the few times that the hype <laughs> was real, yeah. and it was good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yep, yep. So uh, keep an eye out for that, or an ear out for that new uh, that new best of episode dropping on Sunday, the first of the year. Uh, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, uh, sorry about the hiccup there with the distribution on the last couple of episodes. We hope we didn't lose you forever. Uh, but I guess if you're hearing me say this, then we definitely didn't lose you forever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, make sure you check us out on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We're at We Watch Shutter. Check out WeWatchShutter.com. Uh, anything else we need to talk about, Michelle? No. <laughs> no? Okay, beautiful. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think that about covers it. Hey. Yep. Hey. What? What? Say goodnight 2022, Michelle. Goodnight, Michelle 2022. <laughs> I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to, okay. Goodnight, Michelle. <laughs>